You are now listening to the Do Something Good Today podcast brought to you by Everybody's Juice, a podcast reminding you to do something good today for your body, mind, or soul. We're back with another episode of the Do Something Good Today podcast brought to you by Everybody's Juice. I'm here with my business partner and a very, very, very good friend of mine, my man. owner and founder of Zumble, Jason Gray, along with the host of other businesses. Um, but, you know, we a, we'll we'll discuss that later on. A uh, plethora of them. It's a plethora um, of them, man. Bro, first off, thank you. I know you're busy. I know it's a lot going on. Sir. You, you in the lab cooking up. You uh, already a lot know. Of ideas. I'm, I'm already hip, man. Shit, so. it's, a, it's a stew. I got stew. <laughs> <laughs> I got a vegetarian stew working. <laughs> About to toss the meat in there. Some little broth. <laughs> yeah, man. So this, this specific episode, and people who have listened to my platform in the past, they've known that Jason has been on before. Um, because we're locked in, we're, we're really good friends. But one thing that we really haven't dived in more so on a public platform is the 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 ideology and the mental aspect of entrepreneurship. Yeah. yeah. How are you protecting your mental? How are you managing stress? Um, just it's, it's a multitude of things when you start working for yourself. And yeah. sort of like me, uh, you were forced into entrepreneurship. You just didn't have parents that gave you a $300,000 loan and no. you were able to start working out of their garage. You were forced into entrepreneurship. Yeah. Um, you start off with speaking about how you got, well, first of all, let us know what Zumbo is uh, for people who are not aware of it and kind of give us a little bit of background on your journey and how you were forced into, you know, working for yourself. Okay. So, um, first of all, um, I appreciate it, man. Like this is going to be um, a great conversation. You know, like me, you and Rick, we talk about a lot of things. We don't just mm -hmm. talk about, you know, what's happening on the Internet. We talk about stocks. We talk about business. We talk about sports. We talk about yeah. everything. You know, it's a very versatile um, group message that we have going, you know, and mm -hmm. I mean, I really appreciate that because I just think about a lot of other conversations that people try to have with me is never that in depth where we like it's time to level up every week. It's leveling right. up. But, um, <laughs> you know, so right now. Zumble is going through kind of a, a, a phase, a refreshing phase, because we have a lot of conversations with people and they always ask, what is Zumble? And it's so much, it's so many different layers to that, that we had to start segmenting a lot of the things. So, you know, there's going to be Zumble Shorts, which is a platform um, for our short films and everything like that. That's going to be its own separate thing. So we got Zumble Shorts. We got Zumble Media. The media part of it is the podcast, the articles, um, little short clips of interviews or something. That's Zumble Media. And, um, you know, we, we what we're trying to do is we're trying to break all of this stuff up. Then we got 90s R&B Karaoke is its own thing. Then we got Cars for the Culture. So these are all separate businesses that we are starting to create and it's not just this one thing you know it's zumble and then it's the sub brands under it and they're gonna all be separate so right now um I, the main focus of what we're focusing on is zumble media which is like this online platform that 
covers 90s news. It's like, um, you know, we're trying to restore that feeling and um, create that nostalgia for people on an online platform, you know, so that outside of, um, you know, other things that we got going on. And I got into business um, mostly because I got laid off. I got laid off from my job, and then I started making T-shirts. Um, I was working at the Art Institute as a financial aid officer, and I got laid off, which was like the greatest day ever. But then, you know, making a T-shirts, that stuff didn't happen the way that I anticipated. So I went back to work and was working for the Upper Bound Program as an um, educational specialist. And, you know, they wouldn't promote me or anything like that. So, I mean, I quit. I left, and I was like, I'll figure it out. You know, um, maybe a year and a half after I quit, did the Martin trivia and pew, straight to the moon we went. <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that's just you know just a short version because I'll get long winded with it. But you sure. know, yeah, I I took the 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 opportunity that was presented to me when you know I quit and you know because initially when I quit my job I was quit I wanted to do this app to for people to save money to go on trips but you know the resources ain't. I ain't had a resources to get the app done, you right. know. So, yeah, man. So let's talk about this, and I, this is something that I really, I recently just tweeted. You know, building a career around your lifestyle rather yeah. than a lifestyle around your career. Let's yeah. talk about how important that is, just from a standpoint of just letting things flow naturally. When when you're building a career around your lifestyle, it yeah, it, it doesn't feel like work. It feels like it's it's still work in the sense of their priorities yeah. and responsibilities and things that need to be done and completed. But yeah, it doesn't feel like work, like going into the office. It just feels so natural. Yeah. I mean, you know, the stuff that we do is stuff that we live and breathe every day. You know, people when we when we do stuff that's nostalgic in nineties, that I mean that's who we are as people. You know, we consume this type of music every day. We consume these movies every day. And, you know, we were able to make a business out of it, which and ultimately becomes a lifestyle that you want to live and breathe. You want to be a, basically a walking billboard of what that is, you know. And then even on the flip side of that, you know, when it just comes to a lifestyle of being healthy and feeling good and working out, that's a part of it, too. You know, before the pandemic hit, you know, I, we was in a gym every day working out. And that was a part of the process. Like, I couldn't function if I didn't get up and go to the gym right. and get a workout, get a workout on. You know, it's like I'm tired going to the gym. When I get out, I'm ready to rock and roll. Mm -hmm. So, you know, all of this is, 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 is an embodiment of us as people and, you know, what we're trying to do. So let's discuss like normalizing challenges in business. I yeah. think that, you know, people think that needing support makes you look weak. And when, oh, when yeah. in reality, it's, it's strength in knowing, you know, yeah. where you fall short or not necessarily falling short, but, yeah. you know, knowing some, some, someone out there can do a better job than you can. Man, self-awareness is the biggest key to all of this. Um, you know, so recently, like I was just saying, you know, we've been having conversations with people that's been either following us or that's been a part of this. And we starting to bring people on um, and we letting them do the stuff that like we don't want to do or that we can't do or we know that they can do better. And I mean, I think it's very important 
to delegate, man. Like that's that's the big thing. Rick and I, we had these conversations all the time. We just like, you know, at some point, like, trying to do everything is whack, man. Like it's it's just not healthy at all to just try to do everything. So it's like, you know, how can we find people that um, can help us? And Rick made a, a, a great point. He said, you know, having a skill set is a currency, you know, you have to use that to barter. So like, you know, there's certain things that I'm good with. So if I can't pay nobody and I want them to help me, I'll help them. I have a skill set that I'll be able to help them in return for their skill set. Right. And people think about the financial part but they don't never think about the skill as the currency and a lot of us have a skill when we don't have money to be able to use that to barter to do or have people do different things for you and you know that's where we are so you know i'll give you a prime example right we um turn in, you know we we doing the zumble media thing i need somebody to kind of help with the branding and stuff like still little stuff like that you know, mm -hmm. and they have their business. So it's like, okay, I can give you ad space on my website or my newsletter, whatever, if you help me with what I'm doing. And, you know, that's, yeah, you know, yeah. like that's, that, that, that's how we moving forward. That's how we able to, you know, kind of start leveling up and progressing in a business because, you know, if you go listen to these million, multi-million dollar white-owned companies, that's what they do. You know, if they don't have money, they either leverage the skill set or they give people equity. And I might be jumping the gun here, but, you know, and this is a conversation we were setting up with, like, you and Brandon. You know, we finally got everything um, put together where we, like, we're going to give Najee equity and 90s R&B karaoke. You deserve that. It's the, it's the right thing to do. So when this thing blow up or whatever, you know, you get your share of it, you know, because of the work that you put in or like with Brent, whoever, you know, mm -hmm. is a part of Absolutely. it. That's how we're going to do it. So, you know, it's just like if you can't pay nobody, give them equity in your company. It's just mm -hmm. that simple, you know, or or pay them. So, yeah, yeah man, that's, that's how we're going about things now. So you've been in business for five years on a consistent basis right consistent, i want to say man every day in the trenches every day okay yeah. so what i'm hearing and it's this is kind of funny because i just had a conversation with a friend of mine and she's okay. young she's like 27 years old and yeah she was speaking about how she's having conversations with her parents but it's like her parents are you know kind of forcing her to like say or not really forcing her, but she's kind of feeling pressure from her parents saying that yeah. why doesn't she have it all together? Yeah. You know? And it's just like, first of all, you'll never have it all together as a human not, being. Heck yeah, especially as an entrepreneur. Right. I'll tell you that now. But, but let alone just like at 27 years old, I, like I'm 29, but I don't yeah. When, when I was, I was 27, 27 dog, I wasn't even thinking about starting a business. When I was I 27. Even, yeah, well, I don't even remember being 27. <laughs> like that's, And I damn sure wasn't thinking about, you know, um, running a business. Like, I mean, in actuality, we didn't start really seeing success in business until maybe three years ago. And, you know, we st three or four years ago, and we've been mm -hmm. doing this for a long time. You know, mm -hmm. we was, I mean, I probably started when I was 27 trying to figure it out, but right. it, up until like three years ago, like none of this stuff happens 
overnight, man. Um, you know, it looked like it happens overnight, but, you know, people wasn't there when we was in the studio pressing T-shirts, burning our hand because the heat press was 900 degrees. Like, nobody saw that work. Uh, yeah. Like, it, 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 it was a long process to get to this point. So, I mean, you know, even... Um, with my, well, I guess I don't. I can't. I don't really have any examples because my moms and my grandmama couldn't tell me what I was like. This is what I'm gonna do, and mm-hmm. you know, whether you accept it or not, you just you gotta keep you gotta keep going. But mm-hmm. it's an everyday thing, and you know, you you gotta get into that mindset to where you just gotta keep going and until something happens. But why do you think that people feel like the closer they get to thirty, it's just like thirty is like that. It's it's like people a fake it's old. number. Yeah, I mean, people think when you get thirty, you like I tell people thirty. My thirties has been the best years of my life. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like it's just you kind you just more mature. You kind of have a different outlook in life. You've been through not you've been through you you should have been through enough to mm-hmm. kind of understand how this thing of life works, at least right. how it works. You're not going to figure it out by how it works. So, you know, a lot of people we, in the younger younger generation, they just, you tell them you're 30, they'd be like, damn, you old. <laughs> uh, like, you ain't old until you probably in your 50s or something. But, yeah. you know, your 30s and 40s should be the time where, you know, you really like oh okay i'm 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 getting in my groove i'm getting in my groove and right. you know you know when you 18 30 just seems so far away it and it's just like damn you 30 <laughs> dog <laughs> yeah man so because I, I was know. trying to tell like that's just that's added stress that you putting on yourself you know what i'm yeah. saying like you're 27 like you're just man, you're, you're not gonna baby. have it all fit you're a baby, baby yeah that's like, what i was you, telling her you're not gonna you're not gonna have it figured out and you should be happy that you don't have it figured out like right. you you have to embrace the mistakes you got to embrace the struggle if this is the life that you want to do it and being 27 when the expectations of the world of you is low not necessarily your parents because your parents gonna always have high expectations but when you're 27 the the world puts little expectation on you it's like oh damn you only 27 like you supposed to be messing up you supposed to be figuring stuff out you know so you have to embrace embrace failure embrace struggle you should embrace failure anyway as an entrepreneur whether you 27 Mm -hmm. or 57 but at 27 Man, if I can go back to 27 with what I know now, psh, right. man, it'd be please. dangerous, right? Man, I'd be the most dangerous man in the world. Yeah, yeah man. Yes. Yeah, so. And that's what I was telling. I'm just like, you'll never see the end result because life is a constant process of movement. Yeah, You're man. Always moving. Man, life, that's how life is. Two type of people in this world: it's process people and there's results people. Mm. You know, and we we process people because yep. I'm gonna tell you now. You know, you. you, you when you get to that end result, it never feels the same as that process, man. That process of building brick by brick is so much better than stepping back and looking at the house being done. You will right. look at it and be like, damn, I did that. But then it's like, what's next? But that right. process is a continuous thing. And, you know, when, when I figure out that people become results people, I don't want them around me. Like, mm-hmm. I want people that understand stuff takes time no matter how you no matter what your perception is of what we're doing it's gonna always take time until 
there's no more time. And that results stuff, you know, it's just that ain't that ain't what it is. Go work a job if you want results. Go be a salesman for a job. That's results yeah. oriented. But when you're in business, it's a process. I wholeheartedly agree. So let's talk about support. When you're an entrepreneur, you get yeah. into business for yourself. Yeah. The support and not well what I'm speaking about more so is support system. Yeah. So, you know, when you're you're going through the process of building a business, it's easy to get stressed, mm-hmm. it's easy to have anxiety, it's easy to get burnt out. Who are those people that you kind of you know, lean on to, you know, give you that added motivation or that extra motivation to get things done? Man, I'm a I'm gonna be honest with you, man, like and this must sound crazy, but man, I mean, I, of course, I have a support system, but, man, I motivate myself, man. You know, like, I'm a self-starter. I'm telling you, this is going to sound crazy. I can probably pinpoint on my hand three times that I woke up in the last four years where I didn't want to do anything. But every day I get up because I don't take it for granted. I don't take none of this, nothing that we do for granted. But I got like, you, Rick, yeah. and. I mean, it's just like I can go on and on. Shan, B, Kevin, you know, like I can go on and on. And like, it's just, yeah, yeah, like I got a a squad of people that I could depend on that if we got to get something done, you know, and I got to delegate some stuff, like, because I don't treat people as if they working for me. It's like we working together because I know there may be, there's going to be a point where you're going to need me to do something and I'll do it. You know, for you. So, I mean, we, we have, um, you know, a, a very strong support system. And I feel like the people that support me, you know, they're super overprotective of me, which is why, you know, I, I'm always in a mindset like, man, I got to do this for us. You know, because I, I, cause if I go, then we all go. Or mm-hmm. if you go, then we go. You know, so. And, I, and again, man, over, you know, the last couple of years specifically, you know, you become, you know, I consider one of my best friends, you know, like, I mean, we don't, you know, we, we talk every week, you mm-hmm. know, through, through group. But I mean, I feel like I'm learning a lot from you. Um, you know, like I've seen where you come from and where you started at and mm-hmm. where your stuff is going, you know, and I just, I, I, you, you remind me of me, you know, when I was coming up in the game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but I, I think I think it's likewise too, you know, and people would, would say that, okay, this is your friend, so why would you have him on your podcast? But it's like Yeah. I continue to learn from you like every single time we're together, whether we're you know, whether it's business related or we just you yeah. know, we just shooting the shit, you know, yeah. it's just like I'm always picking up and learning from you. And I think yeah. that for me is an extra source of motivation as well because like you said for me i'm just i'm a go-getter just naturally like yeah. I, I don't wait i don't know nope. i'm not on nobody's time but my no, time exactly well, god's time first and then my time yeah exactly anybody else is obsolete yeah. no matter you know like, yeah man like we don't we don't sit around and we don't wait i mean no. you know and this is nothing personal you know, if I ask somebody to do something and they don't do it, I don't never get mad. Like, I just be like, I'll figure it out. Right. You know, and you have to get into that mindset to where you want to have people you depend on, but you don't want to get overly dependent on people. And you have to understand, like, you know, when it comes to people in general, 
my expectations are low. And that's why that's my source of happiness. You know, people be upset so much because they just expect so much from other people. But me, I understand people, or at least I think I do, to where, one, I don't feel entitled to, you know, people's time, money, energy. I don't feel entitled to that. You know, and I go into any relationship thinking if somebody, you know, I feel like supposed to be rocking with me and then they don't, unless, unless you say you my friend. And if you say you my friend and you do something, then there's a problem. Then it's like, all right, I can't rock with you like that. But outside of that, you know, it's just like whatever. And I want to be around people that I can I can learn from, you know, who who going to motivate me, who going to inspire me to want to be, you know, more than what I am. No matter what level they are, whether it's a level here or a level there, I want to be able to be inspired by them. And, you know, I feel like we got a circle of people that we can pull from for inspiration. Mm-hmm. Oh. Absolutely. No doubt about that. So you, you spoke about expectations and yeah. I think that when you first get into business, you have expectations that the first people that are going to hold you down and support you are the people closest to you. Tuh, that's but what the fools go. Most of the time it's the, like the reverse it's, opposite. It's yeah. never the people that are closest to you. It's always strangers, stranger, yeah. outsider. Yeah, man. Like, Why do you think that is? Um, Honestly, I think a lot of times the people close to you, they see you, when, they, when people see you as their equal, they don't never want to see you go to that next level because they're going to feel like you surpassing them. And I guess the general rule is, you know, nobody, people want to see you good. They just don't want to see you doing better than Mm -hmm. them, you know, and people close to you again, when they feel like that they're your equal and that, you know, you guys have the same plight as far as where you're trying to go. Then once you go to that next level, then, you know, they don't want to support you. Like, I, you know, none of the people that I grew up with, I'm not going to say none of them, but when we first started, we started t- taking off, um, you know, the people that was close to us, they wasn't posting our stuff. They wasn't, you know, showing us no love like that. And it was the people in the comments, you know, the people sending the DMs and the emails like, man, y'all out here killing it. And mm-hmm. those are going to be the people that ultimately – you know, that, that that's going to be the lifeline of your motivation, you know, your support um, and of your business. And once you get a grip of that, then you will be better off. So going into entrepreneurship, don't ever expect the people close to you to be on the front line screaming, screaming for you. you did you feel away about that initially? Like when you first got into business, did you like... <sighs> Damn, like we 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 so tight. Like, how could you not come and to support me? Yeah, I mean, of course, naturally, of course. Um, you know, I, I felt like that, but you you quickly get over it once you start once you start seeing that there's other people on the other side. Like, you know, it's the saying: go where you're celebrated, not tolerated. You know, and if I see the people over here celebrating, with, I'm going where I'm celebrated. Like, I'm going where I'm happy. That's good for my mental health. I don't have time to be arguing with people that's supposed to be my guy or my friend. I don't have time. Like, why am I asking you to do something that, you know, you should do or mm-hmm. you or we think you should do? And, again, they're not obligated to do anything, but we supposed to be boys. And, <laughs> you know, like, it's and, it's and it's cool. Like, we can be cool and... 
you don't support nothing that I do. Just understand when we go to where we're going, you know, I, I take the mental notes. You know, and I use stuff like that as motivation. I'm a petty mm-hmm. dude. I mean, I, I may not say nothing, but, again, I tell, like, I got a list. And I check it twice, and I find out who's been naughty and nice. And if you're on that list, I never say nothing to you, but I just, you know, like, I, I find a little motivation. And people be like, that take energy out of you. Kobe and Jordan will find stuff. You yep. can, like, if you looked at Jordan the wrong way, it'd be like, oh, he hate me. Or Kobe, yep. finding bulletin board material. Ain't nobody get on them for, for their greatness, so why yep. can't I do the same thing to for people? If you if I feel like you slighted me in any way, I'll be like, it's cool when we I'm, you gonna get this fifty points. Like that's mm-hmm. what that you know, I gotta find when well, you have to find your own motivation in business. And I don't care how you do it. You know, it's not nothing that consume me, it's just a list and you own it. And you know, it's cool, it's cool. I you know, still pound you, but just know. <laughs> like, hey man, it is what it is. I I think that's important because when you're an entrepreneur, I mean, most of the time you're by yourself. You may have, you know, a few people, you know, rah rah, yeah. cheering you on, but, yeah, but the, nah. the the bulk of the business comes down it's to lonely. you. And it's, it is. It's, it's a, a lonely, lonely world, world it's man. The road less traveled. Yeah, it's the road man. Less it's, 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 it's lonely. If you're a people person, or you need instant gratification, or you need people around you to always tell you 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 the greatest, or you good at what you do. This this is not for you, man. You mm-hmm. know, again, man, I'm 95% of the time I'm alone. Like, I don't, I hardly text people. I hardly talk to anybody. Like, I'm just, I'm tunnel vision all the time, you know, and it's like, we got goals. We got, we got places that we trying to go. And, mm-hmm. you know, people take that personal, you know, people would be like, man, I ain't heard from you, dog, you know, stop making it about you. You don't understand this life that I'm living. You know, this world or this, what we trying to build over here. And sometimes yeah. I don't want to be bothered. Sometimes I don't want to talk. Sometimes I don't want to text at all. I just want to do my work, go to sleep, and start over the next day. And there's nothing personal. It's just the nature of what we do. And once people get their mind around that, then they'll be all right. Because I hate people thinking that I got to text them every day or text them all day, you know, or check in. Like, we, we don't mm-hmm. do that around here. We put in the work. So COVID really hasn't affected you as far as like the isolation. No, like you, I was, you we was already, already on that. On yeah, that road. we was we was already isolated. And honestly, COVID helped me sit my ass down somewhere because before that, I mean, we was moving, we was yeah. moving, we was yeah, doing yeah. a lot of different things. Yeah. But it helped me sit down somewhere and refocus on a lot of different things that we needed to do. I mean, just. You, me, Rick, just think about all the stuff that we accomplished yeah. over COVID. We was doing stuff we shouldn't have been doing, <laughs> but we did it, though. That's you know, yeah, yeah, you know, so, again, we, we took the obstacles that were put in front of us, and we were able to figure out a way. And, again, you know, a lot of that isolation made you think of how can we do things differently or mm-hmm. how can we maneuver through this so when we're not isolated, we'll still be able to kind of function in a yeah. normal world. So one thing I want to I want to discuss is, which is almost a hundred percent of the burden of entrepreneurship, mm-hmm. uh, and it can have a, a strain on your mental health, financing your business. Yeah, um, you started Zumble World. You started Republican Co. 
Yeah. With fifty dollars. Forty. That was a prototype for yep. your first trivia card game, right? Yeah. Yeah. I did. So how did you go about funding like once the what was the process like of funding your business? And was did it ever get to a point where it was like a mental strain on you? Um man, I was telling um I was telling a couple of people yesterday, man, the the path, the things that happened for us, and I don't want to downplay what we did because, again, we put in work to get mm-hmm. to where we got. But the success of our business was lightning in a bottle. You know, like I, I, I would admit, you know, how everything happened, it was a lot of luck involved within that. But, yeah, so um, I had quit my job. And I was literally, and I swear, like, this is not the, the story, but I was down to my last $150 before I even came up with the Martin idea. And mm-hmm. then I, I came up with it because we had already built up a following from the T-shirts. So we was making a little money here and there, but nothing that uh, put a dent in somebody's wallet. But, we, we, you know, but you know, I had maybe $150 to my name. I mean, I had a credit card if I needed to use it and live off that for a little while, but just liquid mm-hmm. cash. I had that and you know I was just like all right I'm gonna get this prototype and put it online and the reason why I was able to blow up is because we had already built the following and that's why I tell people just build up your content whatever you do just build it up don't ask nobody to buy nothing whatever but you build up your content and we had a following to where I could put something out to where they trusted us and it was like oh I gotta get that and you know, from that forty dollars, we were able to expand our business without, you know, having to really go out and ask anybody for any money or anything like that. But coming back, you know, to the um, doing um, the the media stuff, you know, now we have to go to that point to where you know we have to ask money, and there's stress that come with that because we're trying to get these short films and this stuff done. You know, and it becomes stressful because it's like, man, I want to I just want to create films, man. Like, that's what I want to do. But you got to have the resources to do that or, you know, we we, we ain't going to have nothing. And that's the blurred line between entrepreneurship, because, you know, we get into this game because of our passion, because of the strong affiliation that we have with what we you know, what we're trying to put out to the people. But right. Oftentimes we're restricted because of the lack of resources that we have, and especially yeah. bringing black entrepreneurs. We don't really have the yeah. resources that our counterparts have. Yeah, you know? man. But again, that's why you have to go study your counterparts, man. Like, you know, a lot of us may feel like, man, white people got it all, man. But I'm telling you, if you look at it from the perspective that I look at, they've already done the work for you. You know, like they've already put in all the work. That's why if you study them, you can really see what they do. And it costs you nothing to figure out how they do what they do. Mm-hmm. And, you know, if, if you take that mentality, then navigating and figuring out how they was able to get money. Because, I mean, a lot of them, you know, so there's a difference from a lot of them have privilege to be able to get in certain rooms to do stuff. But a, a lot of them didn't have money just given to them, you know, right. I'm not going to say a lot of them, but some of them didn't have money, you know, so they was able to kind of create this template for exactly how they were able to do what they do. You know, when I do certain stuff, anything that you see, I see that we've done, I done went and studied what these white people did. And I'm just like, fuck it. We're going to do that too, but we're mm-hmm. going to do it our way. 
you know, and that's why I don't sit around, I don't stress, I don't overthink nothing because the blueprint is already out there for what you're trying to do. You just got to go find it and apply it. And it's just, it's that simple, man. It's just that simple. Let's talk about imposter syndrome. Yeah. When the success hits and it's just like, damn, like, is this, yeah. is this really real? Like, it, am I really supposed to be in this position, this good of a position right now? Yeah. Have you ever dealt, um, man, I, I think I went through some, some of that, some of that when the um, car games first, you know, took off because it was one of them things where you just putting out some car game. You just don't, you, I, I wasn't thinking that it was going to take me certain places. You yeah. know, I didn't think it was going to, put me in a position that I'm in now and then when it first happened you know I, I started getting real bad anxiety like I had to start going to therapy because it was just like I couldn't believe the things that were happening it was garnering attention from people that you know people may not believe it but you know that was points like I didn't I, I don't like attention like that you know but it's just like people just coming your way you don't know what people's real intentions are so yeah. yeah man like at first i was like man what is going on here you know and dealing with these different personalities and you know i, I I'm, I'm i'm glad we you know we went through it because i can deal with it now but mm -hmm. at first man just dealing with people man and then people had this perception of you you know i mean people would be like man let me get this and let me get that like you think <laughs> i got that right like, that ain't how this that's not how this work or you know, like, again, you know, people's perception of you change and they think what you got. And then that kind of trickles back on you because now people think like I'm this multimillionaire. You know, it's like, damn, am I carrying myself like that? Am I presenting myself like that? Do I need to hold myself to whatever perception people have of me? And that's kind of the thought process processes that you have. But then after a while, you'd be like. Man, I ain't thinking about what y'all. Your perception—that's—that's that's you. You deal with that. You know, I gotta. I have things that I have to do, and I have to take care of. And yeah, but I—I I dealt with that though. I dealt with that. So you—you you brought up an interesting point where people just—they throwing so much at you. They asking you. They asking so much of you. Yeah. Saying so no. You know, so often we allow others to, mm -hmm. you know, set priorities or, you know, set the agenda for how we spend our time or our resources or our creativity. Yeah. You know, was it was it always easy for you to, to say no or was that um, something that was acquired? Man, I, I acquired it over time because when you get when you feel like you kind of in a position of power when you first get there. You get to points to where you just want to try to make everybody around you happy. And then you realize quick that that's unhealthy. And you can't make everybody happy, man. I think about the time when we started to now, man, I, could pro I can count on my hands how many people that I talk to daily on my hand. You know, everybody else came and went. They came and went because, you know, they thought you might have had this and you couldn't do it. You know, so you, you, you just realize people not really here for the reasons that, you know, they may say they are. Like, mm -hmm. you know, people are only here for as long as you can do something for them or if you don't disappoint them and you let them down. Nobody is here to stick with you through the ups and the downs. That's just, you know, and once, once you realize that, then 
you will be better off. You know what I'm saying? Well, like, how do you realize that though? Because you I have think... to go through it. You got to go okay. through it to realize it. You know, you don't okay. know. Cause again, when you get that success and you know, you feel like you got this army of people riding with you, you know, mm -hmm. you feel invincible. Like when, when we was on top of the game, like I felt invincible. I felt like I could do whatever I want. Cause nobody yeah. stop me. I can <laughs> go anywhere and do whatever I want. But then I just, you know, it's just like, man, this ain't the life I want to live. Like, I want to live an obscure life, you know, to move. You know, I mean, I want to have my moments, right, but right. I don't want to have this long moment. Like, let me have a moment here and there. But that trivia game thing lasted for two and a half years nonstop of just 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 doing whatever like just not like people don't realize see because a lot of people don't understand what it's like to be at the top of your field you know mm -hmm. at one of the like the pioneers the top in the trivia game world we was up there we was Facts. top three in the culture you know Facts. like we was top, we was up there you know and uh, we i purposely made a decision to step down from that, you know, like, cause I didn't, I, I just didn't like that attention like that, you know, like, so, you know, people don't really understand that, you know, they'd be like, man, how you give, you know, give it up. I mean, I didn't give it up, but actively trying to do things to remain, um, you know, relevant, like, and like, no, like we not, I just, I can't do that. Like, I just, it just wasn't healthy for me to do that you know and and that stuff is a, i'm forever attached to that so it's just like man let's 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 do things differently so we don't we don't have to deal with that like you either riding with us or you not you know like something that's about entrepreneurship is you have to have that innate feeling where you know it's time for a switch intuition a, dog. you know you have Intu to have that pivot, it's like an man. internal clock yeah man um and i think you know, so the reason I think my intuition is good, I'm able to read situations is because I say again, like, you know, I played poker for a long time and poker is a game of feel, reading people, you know, trusting your gut. And, mm -hmm. you know, I, I was able to build that up over time with thousands and thousands and thousands of dollars on the line. Like I wasn't just playing for fun. Like, you know, there was times like I had to pay my rent. You know, but at sitting at a poker table at the final table, sweating bullets, not knowing <laughs> if I'm going to win or not. And there will be times throughout a tournament where you got to put all the chips on the line. You can never go through a poker tournament without being all in at least three times. And then once that happens, it's a coin flip. You know, you either going to win or you're going to lose. You know, so, you know, over time, I developed that internal clock, like you said. So even right now. You know, I look at I looked at it. I was, you know, um, maybe a month ago, I looked at our website. I just look at everything we was doing. I was like, man, we got to tighten this up. You know, it, we got to we're not going to rebrand anything, but we just got to reposition what we trying to do. You know, mm -hmm. like the Comcast thing, you put me on game. You know, mm -hmm. you send me a link. Y'all fill this out. We won whatever got the Comcast thing. And we had a meeting with them like a month ago. And they reached out and they were like, what is it that you guys do? And at first, me, you know, me and Rick, I would take it personal. Like, what the hell you mean? Do you not go to the website and look? But then right. you had some self-aware moments when you look at it and you was like, damn, you go on our website, you see articles, you see trivia games, you see 90s R&B karaoke, you see podcasts. It's just so much going on where mm -hmm. it was like, damn, Rick, you know, he like, man, we really got to, you know, start um, 
we got to really be intentional and segment this stuff, you know. Mm-hmm. So now we we were actually that's what I've been doing now is working on a website to where the website is only going to be media stuff. And again, you know, the 90s on be karaoke, not going to be none of that stuff. The car. Game. Yeah. 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 So we kind of, you know, trying to do some different things around here. But that comes from us knowing and having an internal clock like you got to switch it up. You can't be scared to change, man. A lot of people scared to change. I ain't scared to change, like, you know, and I and, and it's a kind of a gift and a curse because I kind of treat people like that sometimes, mm-hmm. where, you know, when, when where people will be around and you know I just be like when you gone I just whatever man you know and and, and I don't know if it's a good thing or a bad thing but you know it's just man it, it just it's just how it is man. You brought up something about knowing when the right time to to pivot and to to make a change yeah is that because you have like a partner with with Rick is that something that you guys both kind of discuss or is that something where it's like this is how I'm feeling so Damn, I hope he don't get mad that I'm about to say this so <laughs> most of the time it's like this is what we about to do you know okay. what I'm saying um you know so, and we'll have a conversation after that but okay. b- before I run anything bomb, I had already made my mind up like, okay. look, dog, <laughs> this is what we're about to do. You know, because Rick is doing other things, too. So, you know, right. he can't necessarily focus just on this I'm or wrong, that. Yeah. Like, you know, his main like this is number all this stuff mostly is my main focus where his the sports agency stuff. And then we kind of help each other with that. I mean, we we co-owners and all of that, but right, right, you right. know, this is like my lane, and he has his lane. So right. if he comes with the sports agency, like I want to make a change and do this. You know, I ain't about to argue. I'm be no, like, I mean, all right, you do, do your thing. You know, okay. so no, yeah, I just it. be like, you know, look, like, dog, this is what we about to do. You know, okay. we gonna are we gonna do this, and then I'll tell him why we are about to do what we gonna do and he just be like all right because i think i built up enough equity with him and with the people around me so mm-hmm. they can for them to realize that if i say i want to make a change it's pro it's, it's for it's for the right it's for reasons the it's for okay. the good you know it may not work initially but it'll get there and i a prime example is when we rebranded from republican company to zumble it was shaky at first but then three or four months later it went like it, it, it exploded, you know, it was like, okay, it, it worked, it worked. So once that happened, once the trivia games happened, trivia games happened, the Varnell thing, short films, now it's like, okay, we trust you that yeah. if you want to make a, a pivot or you want to make a change, that we trust that you will be able to, you know, help, you know, execute it or figure out a way to execute it at some point. So two things I want to, I want to discuss before we wrap up. Okay. First, Going in, they say you never go into business with your family or friends. Mm-hmm. They say that's like, yeah. what do they call it? They say it's a detriment to the relationship. Yeah. Speak about how you guys have maintained a tight knit, close relationship yeah. while going through the ups and downs of building not just one business but two businesses essentially. Um, man, it's it's really just being understanding about what we're what what we trying to do man i don't subscribe to not going into um business with your friends and you know and family i i don't agree with that you know i consider you a friend mm-hmm. and you know 
I would go into business with you, you know, 10 times out of 10. You know, I'm friends with my, my brother, obviously, you know, like, yeah, like I would, I would do the same thing, you know, like I would, I, I don't agree with that. I think what happens is, is, you know, people have to understand what their role is within what that, it, what that looks like, you know, mm-hmm. because, you know, if you come in at the beginning of something and you guys build it up, then there's equal you know, um, distribution of what it is versus if I had started something and you come in, you know, when it's taking off, whatever it take off, you don't get equal value in that, you know? Right. So it's just like communicating what's the different roles and what, what you're doing and, you know, what people feel like they deserve. And, you know, and it's hard to quantify what somebody feel like they deserve, you know what I'm saying? And, you you also you got to be fair man you got to be fair like for instance you know when we have our conversation you know like i i believe in being fair and giving you people don't know what you what you what you've done but i know right. rick know you know what i'm saying and you know it, you have to acknowledge that you know and again you know you 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 was able to you know stick around and uh, eventually you know like we became friends and Mm -hmm. i just feel like through the ups and the downs you figure it out you talk you know when 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 the whole 90s r&b karaoke thing like we didn't we you know we didn't argue about it we sat down like men and we talked and we figured it out and at that point i was like this is somebody that I want to be around, you know, somebody, you know, I can take constructive criticism, you know, you, I told Rick, I was like, one thing about Najee, if we, if I, if I, if I had ever said something to you, you was like, I get you, bro. Like I'll fix it. We'll figure it out. And yeah. it was just like, that's somebody that I want to be a, a be around. You're not an ego driven dude. And you know, that's, th- those are the people that I want to be around. And you know, it don't work like that for everybody, but I, I don't agree that you can't, do business with friends. Some people just got to check their ego at the door because everybody want to be the man. Like everybody exactly. can't be the man, man. Exactly. It's just, it's just, exactly. man. You know, you know. Sometimes you got to take a step back and be like, man, I'm, I'm rolling. Be the man in your role. If you a right. three point specialist, right. be the greatest three point specialist ever. Right. Like it's just that simple. There's nothing wrong with that. Yeah, like everybody, everybody want to be the boss. Front Street. Yeah, everybody want to be the boss, dog. It's Trust a lot me. Of responsibility it's being a lot the boss, man. It's a lot, man. It's a and lot. It, and when it all come crumbling down, the person that want to be the boss, they not there to right. to pick up them bricks and start stacking them back up. You right. know, it's the man's responsibility at that point. So, right. oh man, you know, be great in whatever role that it is. And it's going to be just as much room for you to eat. Uh, you know, the three-point specialists, them niggas in the league, them three and D dudes, they yeah, get paid too. They get paid. Hey, man, look, I heard, man, I hear millionaires say 150 million ain't, ain't that much different than 80 or 90 million, dog. You know, it ain't that much different for them. You know, it's just more man. money. So, yeah, yeah, yeah that's man, the- like, so, no, nah, man, like, I, I like working with people that I'm close with, you know, because right. it make me feel comfortable. You know, it exactly. make me feel comfortable, man. And I like, you know, I, I, maybe it's the Capricorn thing, but we like operating in places of comfort. You right, know, if I get right, uncomfortable right, right. with anybody or any situation, 
I'm right. just, I'm dead in it. Like, it's just, yeah. I don't care. I'm not giving you no explanation. If any time I'm dealing with anything or talking to anybody, if I feel uncomfortable, I just get, I just rid myself of it. And we're not mm -hmm. even having a conversation about it because right. I felt uncomfortable with something that you did, said. And again, you know, I don't feel like, you know, I'm entitled to say why unless I feel like it, you know, and I just, that's just, that's just how we moving right now. You know, it's just something about building something with, with your close friends. Man, you, yeah, you see man. When you get to that height, it's just like, damn, like, look, look what we accomplished. Because at least, you know, when they come in, they came in with the right intention. Now, how things yeah. happen when, as things start to progress, that's another story. But most of the time, when people had this perception of you, they see you successful, they're not really coming in. Like, they'll come in like I'm coming in for the love. But they really coming in as opportunists, which I get. Mm. It's okay to be opportunity. I ha be opportunists, man. But man, have some f finesse about it. Man, have some 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 morale some about, it. about it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. man. Like it's like, yeah. man. You know what? I'm gonna keep it a buck with you, man. Yeah, man. Like I, I let's say for instance, you wanna you your main goal is to be an actor. We doing these things, and you like, man. Look, man. I want to be an actor. Cool. This is an opportunity here, but stay th stay trill through through the through the right, ups and the right, downs, right, man. Be right. real. You know what I'm saying? Like I can respect that. You know, yeah. like everybody trying to get their stuff off. I ain't here yeah. to stop you. You ain't here to stop me. Get your stuff off. Yeah. But don't be a slime ball. Like don't be corny. Don't be a All quitter. Right. You know, ride, ride with it, ride it Yo, out, man. Just be true, be true yeah, to yourself, man. Yeah, like, man, I ain't, you know, I, I ain't here for all of that, man. Like, again, I'm comfortable enough in my own skin where I feel like I don't have to use anybody that I have to, um, you know, put myself in a position to make up, make myself feel like I'm bigger or better than anybody. Man, look, I know my space, I know my zone. That's why I operate at. You know, mm. I ain't trying to step on nobody's toes. You do you, and I'm going to do me. And that's just that's how we moving in 2021 and beyond. You know? I dig it. I dig it. So before we wrap up, you spoke about how important poker is to you and your success. Slick. And yeah. <laughs> how important it is to go all in. All in, baby. Is that an approach that you take not only in business but in life as well? Yes. Just yes. Chips all in. Chips all in. If, if, if I'm dedicated to a cause or a situation i'm taking my chips and i'm moving them in you know you can't you, you can't you can't you can't win without taking any risk if i didn't take that 40 dollars, i could have been like damn this 150 got to pay my phone bill and a light bill but i had to take that 40 and take that chance and something and you know my intuition told me man, you gotta do this man you know, like when we rebranded with um to to Zumble, like all that money that we made, man, I took every dime and put it in the Zumble for it to initially look like it was a failure or that it wasn't gonna work, and and I was I was okay with that because if I could do it once, I could do it again. You know, at some point, just figuring out exactly what it is. So, man, you can't be scared to get out there. And put it all on the line, man. Like you gotta, you gotta get naked, man. You gotta take it all off and get in the mirror and just look at yourself and be like, yeah. 
am I about that or I'm not about that? You know, right. you can't judge yourself, <laughs> man. You know, but a lot of people, man, what it is is people scared to fail in front of people because mm. a lot of this operations that we do now, social media plays a big role in it. So everybody can see, you know, and when something don't look a certain way or feel a certain way and people attach to it, you know, they feel like it's a reflection on them when they're not realizing that this is a part of business. You know, I want to, I, I, I really want to get to a point to where I show people like the failures and the struggles that mm-hmm. we go through, you know, and the journey that, like this stuff take man this stuff ain't easy man it's hard it's not, and we don't have not. the resources like our counterparts like you said we don't have the resources so we gotta try stuff in front of people like we gotta really get out there and fail in front of people and we just gotta accept the results but and people don't understand like you're gonna fail more than you win but you'll yeah, win yeah. the failures man tell me about it man we and I be failing all the time. Every day I fail at something, man. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like it was like, man, we just redid our website. And I mean, I don't I we tried it and it didn't work the way that it worked. Cause I mean, again, cause we don't know. Like we's like we're gonna do this media company, but we don't know what we're doing. You don't know right. until you know. You know, right. and it's just like you gotta figure it out. But again, if you don't have any self awareness and you stubborn in your ways, then you would never get to to, to, to where you, you're trying to go. Because a lot of people still kind of stuck running this hamster meal thinking, man, I got the coldest shit ever. But if you've been doing it for years and it hadn't got to where you go, you need to take a step back and right. be like, man, I got to do something different. You know, reevaluate. I get, yeah, reevaluate, man. You got to be able to reiterate and reiterate fast, man. You have to do that. We was doing a podcast. It wasn't doing what we wanted to do. Okay, me and Kevin, let's go back to the drawing board. Let's try to mm-hmm. do this. And we're going to keep doing it until something work out. We was so creating pop, all these different shirts, different shirts, you know, and then eventually we did the Martin shirts and it worked. We was doing all type of stuff, different shirts before the Martin stuff. And then, mm-hmm. boom, it worked. And that's just, that's that's the nature of the game, man. That's just the nature of the game. So, and the people close to you get to see that. And then now they looking like, ah, oh, that nigga don't know what he doing. But mm-hmm. the people that's going to eventually support you, they see that end product and they rocking with you. So, yeah. you know, it's, 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 that's, that's how it is. My beloved brother, Jason Gray, man. Appreciate you coming through, man. This is a dope episode. Yes, sir. Um, We touched on a lot of different topics that we normally don't touch on on public platforms that we have in the past. So I'm glad that you was able to come on, open up a little bit about the true endeavors of what entrepreneurship is and how it affects your mental health. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. If you don't don't have thick skin... Man, you know, and, and and you're not willing to step outside yourself, man. This this could be a, a brutal game, you know. It's it's a brutal game, and again, you know, you got to position yourself to be able to handle that stuff, man. Mm-hmm. And luckily, you know, playing poker, you know, I play, I could play in five tournaments in one day, and I might not cash in none of those tournaments. You know, I don't consider myself a failure. You know, it, it just wasn't my day. You got to live with that, too. I got to live with that. But it's just that one thing can change everything, you know. And that's why you keep people, if you're a tournament player, you keep playing, you keep playing, you keep playing. You might not never make a dime, but it might be that one tournament 
that changes everything for you, you know. So that's how I approach business. I keep trying, I keep trying, I keep trying until something until hits. Yeah. Until it hit, man. Yeah, man. You know, a baseball player fail three out of every ten times they go to the plate. That's, that's if you're great. That's if you're great. But most yeah. of them, most, <laughs> the average batting average is like 260 or 270. Yeah. That means you're not even hitting the ball three times out of ten times. And so look at that. Baseball yeah. players go up that fail t- three times out of ten. So give yeah. me ten projects, and I'm, I'm, I'll be glad to succeed three out of the ten times. Right. Two out of the ten times. I want to exceed one out of ten, you know. So, yeah, man, like, don't we we we, we got to start having a different outlook mm-hmm. on how all of this stuff works. So, yes, sir. Dig it. So before we leave, man, can you give social media, website, any upcoming projects that people can be on the lookout for? Man. Anything that's on platforms right now that you want to share? Yeah, man. So um, hellozumble.com, at hellozumble, um, carsfortheculture.com. That's that's where everything is, man. Just sign up for the email list, man, because we, we working on some stuff, man. We, we, we trying to make these films. We back. We get to take a month off. But I'm about to be sending some scripts off in the next couple of weeks. So, man, okay. we, we, we we pushing, man. We back at it, man. I can't wait. You, you, it's going to be warm outside. Yeah, man. Like, man, if I'm ever quiet, you know that. You know, yeah, I know. You know. I know. Yeah, man. If you know me, well, it would be days. If I go a couple of days without posting on Instagram, people will be like, oh, you over there working on something. You, you, you cooking. too quiet right now. Yeah, man. So I'm, I'm glad people know that, man. My yeah. Man. Yeah, man. Appreciate you, though. Man, no. I appreciate you, bro. Um, This is Jason Gray, founder of Zumbo. (laughs) (laughs) Man, this is the Do Something Good Today podcast. Don't forget to do something good for your mind, body, or soul. Yeah, Um, man. Please continue to rate the show, review the show, pass it on to your your mother, your brother, your auntie, your sis, anybody, man. Anybody can learn something from from Do Something Good Today podcast. Um, We're going to continue to provide y'all with dope content and um, hope that y'all continue to love it. This is your host, Najee. This is Do Something Good Today podcast brought to you by Everybody's Juice, and we are out. Peace.